0: Good morning, and welcome to the 2020 Scopey Awards, where we award the best that music had to offer in 2020. I'm your host, Will Brost, and co-hosting, Patrick Anderson. Patrick, are you excited for the award show this year? This is going to be the biggest and best one yet. Absolutely. Um, It's worth noting, though, because of the pandemic, we weren't able to have our awards show at Madison Square Garden. We weren't able to invite all of the nominees this year. Um yeah. so instead, we are just doing this the two of us uh over Skype. Um
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate, but we don't mind uh scaling back from 10,000 people. To two people. That's not a big deal to us. That's just right. do it for, for the show itself.
0: That's exactly right. We're not going to push it back like the Academy Awards have done, right? We're going to... Right. This is the end of yeah. year stuff. We're keeping it at the end of the year. Um, we have integrity. That's exactly right. We don't do this for money. We don't do this for ratings. We do it because we want to honor the artists that we want to honor this year. So... Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. We have five categories this year, as if it's different. Like, we've always had five categories. Um, We We need to do that
1: every year, though. Like, (laughs) this
0: this year, year, we have five categories. We're still doing it, five categories. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, longtime uh, Scopey Award fans um, may recognize these categories. And here they are in the order in which they will be presented by us we don't have any presenters because of the pandemic but alas um most pleasantly surprising album most disappointing album best breakthrough artist best album title and best picture which of course is an album cover award um the only criterion for this for nomination is um was it in 2020 that's it Everything's mm-hmm. on the table. Patrick and I will each award a winner in these categories. We'll list off our nominees for each category. I'm really excited. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started with most pleasantly surprising album. Patrick, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first?
1: Uh, I can go first. I'm good with that. Let's do it. Okay, who are, yeah, your, love it. Who
0: are your nominees? Let me get my, uh, let
1: me get my presenter... Oh sure, on because we were going to have John Legend come out and present <laughs> this award, but
0: <laughs> we were going to have a comedian do a monologue beforehand. Right. <laughs> but we found an old tweet, and so we're just going to go straight into the. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go straight into the awards.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> <it's> perfect. <laughs> yeah, so this for this one I didn't have as many, mm, um, okay. but there's still some great artists here nonetheless. So, my nominees for The Pleasant Surprise Mm -hmm. of 2020 are The Weekend Mm -hmm. with After Hours, um, Code Orange Mm -hmm. Underneath, and Jesse Ware Mm. with What's Your Pleasure. And the winner is
0: open up this envelope jesse Ware. Hey. congratulations to jesse Ware. this is her first Scopy. <laughs>
1: need to play the spotlight like <laughs> instrumental
0: version <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah uh yeah the jesse Ware album i did not expect i mean i didn't know too much about her before other than like she kind of made just normal-ish, like, semi-kind of indie pop that I had heard, like, songs from here and there and didn't really, like, find them super amazing. They were just very average, honestly. And then this album dropped, and, like, from the opening track, I was, like, immediately sold on it. It's such a just great, like, dancey y um, cathartic pop experience um, her voice is spectacular her vocal delivery is awesome the production is great yeah I uh, I, I, definitely did not expect this album to be as well uh, liked by me as it is but um you know the other two contenders were really uh, they were they were pretty surprising as well but This one kind of blew it out of the park. It was like the clear winner from the get-go of like, I could not have called that this would be such a good album.
0: Very nice. Uh, Really fun record. And a surprise because this sort of disco-inspired pop music isn't generally our cup of tea, but your cup of tea specifically. Um, So I'm surprised that you liked it as much as you did. Yeah. but yeah very nice
1: yeah going off of my usual taste it doesn't seem like a album that could you know top out the year for me but i mean it's that good i think that uh just so well executed that
0: it's just i don't know she nailed it so i can't deny it she did indeed all right um my nominees for most pleasantly surprising album, and I have five I, I came up with five nominees for every category. Um nice. we've got the, the Strokes with the New Abnormal, Flooster Rs with Blowem, Bob Dylan with Rough and Rowdy Ways, Taylor Swift Folklore, and Gorillas with Song Machine. Oh. Season one. <laughs> Strange <laughs> Times. <laughs> bringing it back had to um okay so the winner is (laughs) the strokes the new abnormal Um, oh okay i'm i'm kind of with you in a way uh i mean maybe you felt this way like why you only had three nominees not the most stacked category this year in in my opinion um most of the albums that I loved this year were either from artists I had never heard of before or from artists that I expected greatness from. I wasn't like, oh my God, this new Moses Sumney, I can't believe it's really good. No. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, it was
1: kind of expected.
0: Exactly. like, Right, there were so many albums like that. Um, so that said, the, the Strokes did surprise me uh, with a solid comeback record because... Um, one, it's been six years since they've come out with a record. And uh, two, it's been even longer since they came out with a good one. Um, Angles came out, I, I want to say in 2011. Um, but you have to go all the way back to 2003's Room on Fire if you want like an undeniably great classic Strokes record. So that's like, I mean, it's almost 20 years since the band's best work. I certainly didn't expect to love a Strokes record again. Um, but here we are man I, I think this record's pretty good uh, but pretty good is pretty much I mean that's the that's the standard here um, they're an older yeah. band now uh, the song topics on the new Abnormal reflect that, they're aging they're no longer the young cool band but they're still pretty cool nonetheless um, the album it's a bit edgeless it's not like reinventing the wheel or anything but every song on here I think is at least pretty solid, I like every song here it's consistent in quality. Um, so the thing though, with, uh, it, it's like I'm also surprised at how much other people love this album. Um, every year there's like one album or two that gets quote unquote snubbed from all the year end lists, and every comment is like, Well, what, where's this album on the list? This year it's the new Abnormal uh, by The Strokes. Every single list that doesn't have The Strokes, you will have a Strokes fan coming out yeah. and just being yeah. like, "Where the hell are the Strokes?" Like, let's calm down a little bit. I love this it's, record, it, but it's right. not like this isn't Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Like, it's it's a pretty right. good rock yeah.
1: record. Um It's not a clear a clear winner for a spot on a top 50 list. Exactly.
0: Like, it'll probably make my top 50, but, like, I, I you know, I get if it doesn't make other people's lists. It's not a certified Stone Cold classic or anything. Um, but shout-out to The Strokes, man. New Abnormal, it is a good record. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, that's one... I like that pick. That's one that uh, I was surprised... Um, I was surprised with two, but towards the end of the year i actually like have started not liking it as much (laughs) as i did at the beginning of the year not that it's bad or anything i just think that like it kind of like i think the beginning of the year for me was like wow this is like surprisingly good and then as i've gotten like to the end of the year it's like that shine has worn off i'm like yeah it's it's pretty good but (laughs) it's not you know
0: (laughs) No, I I do yeah. like uh I do like how I gave the strokes an award for positivity and then you immediately with the backlash <laughs> during the during the broadcast of the award show. Yeah. That's <laughs> Well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It, <laughs> this is the dynamic that we strike here right. <laughs> like, nah, yes but actually no
0: could you imagine if the oscars were like that it's like oh uh <laughs> yeah. moonlight wins best picture here's someone who didn't like the movie to talk about it yeah
1: <laughs> right yeah <laughs> and it's me like uh, you, <laughs> really really professional opinion here
0: <laughs> very nice um all right, well, let's move on to the other side of the spectrum here. Most disappointing album. It's our only negative award of the show, but... Um, all, all <laughs> we,
1: transition yeah. from what we were just yeah. saying.
0: <laughs> right. Um, this is always an interesting topic. Um, I, I don't know. We, d- we don't like awarding necessarily the worst album of the year or anything. That feels unnecessarily mean, but disappointment kind of comes from a place of of fandom right like you expect something good and you were just disappointed as a fan so i'm excited to hear what your uh, nominees and your winner are for this one
1: the flip side of (laughs) pleasant surprise exactly yeah yeah uh the the worst album i think would isn't even on this biggest disappointment like to me
0: mine might be but go ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay i think i might know yeah um I have six, actually, for
0: this one. <laughs> so you have three nominees for um, <laughs> Pleasant Surprise, and then <laughs> like twice as many for, oh, man. <laughs> hey, man, 2020, am I right? Uh,
1: yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you thought it couldn't get worse. <laughs> my Okay, so my biggest disappointments are Sufjan Stevens Ooh. with The Ascension. Car Seat Headrest, mm-hmm. making it more or less open. Fleet Foxes, mm. sure. Jay Electronica, A Written Testimony. Brian Eno and Roger Eno, Mixing Ooh. Colors. Thundercat, it is what it is. Mm. And the winner is... That's what's going to do a drum roll for. <laughs> <laughs> it's J Electronica.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um I mean
1: <laughs> we were kinda of jo- we kind of joking about this at the like a couple weeks ago of like it's so weird that this album came out this year. Like, I have completely forgotten. Or I had completely forgotten until I was starting to make my list that J-Electronica even released an album after just years and years of anticipation. We got an album that was so forgettable that, like, I didn't even remember after a few months that it had come out. Unbelievable. So... Yeah, I mean, like, I, we dedicated an entire review to this thing, like, you know how I feel about it. And I, I probably feel, um, I mean, like, there's some interesting moments on it, but I probably feel even more negatively about it now, honestly, than mm-hmm. I did then. Because um, after, after listening to it, I really haven't had any desire to go back to it since then. So yeah, Yeah, it's kind of, it's just a bland project that's super overblown, has a lot of outdated ideas about hip-hop in general. Um, There's some fine moments, I guess, on it. Um, But I think, basically, like, given what it was supposed to be for years and years, and (laughs) And Jay Electronica waiting for as long as he did, building up this mystical element of him, which (laughs) honestly is is (laughs) not totally his fault. I mean that's partially like the you know, music fandom doing that to him. But I mean he also plays a part in that too. He knows what's going on. Um yeah, and then dropping this thing, it's like it's kind of hilarious how uh how how big of a fumble it is so um
0: yeah Shouts out to Jalen. <laughs> thanks for the shout out um so oh man very nice He's i have the only guest that made it to our porch <laughs> <laughs> i uh, i i haven't returned to that album either um uh yeah so my my most disappointing albums. Uh, that that was a great pick, Patrick. Um, All right, my nominees: U.S. Girls, Heavy Light, mm. J Electronica, A Written Testimony, Car Seat Headrest, Making a Door Less Open, Charlie XCX, How I'm Feeling Now, Glass Animals, Dreamland. <clears throat> God, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the worst, you know. Um, so, yeah, okay. My winner is also Jay Electronica, a written testimony.
1: Uh, oh, damn, okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah,
0: I want to say last year we both picked Chance the Rapper, The Big Day, for uh, yeah. Most Disappointing. Um, so back-to-back years, we have the same quote-unquote winner of Most Disappointing Album here's what i said verbatim during the final thoughts portion of our review of this album from earlier this year which as you pointed out was a review we actually did um here's here's what i said i don't hate this album but i almost wish it was never released when we (laughs) when we celebrate the scopie awards at the end of the year we will give out an award for biggest disappointment I have a hard time believing anything will top this. <laughs> the an- wow! Perfect. <laughs> the anticipation was more exciting than the result. The irony is that we waited 13 years for an album that sounds rushed. Um, so I-, I went in on the on the final thoughts. Um, That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I was so in on J Electronica back in the day. Like th- this was exactly the type of hip hop that was up my alley at the time. I was so excited to hear his debut. I waited, I waited, I waited. To, yeah. it, I never thought it was going to come. It was Detox, right? Like it was the album everyone joked about. Right. Um, and here it is, you know, 13 years later. And it's just, like you said, I forgot we did a podcast on it. We did an entire podcast on it, not even one of yeah. these. I, I mean, we, my goodness. Yeah.
1: We dedicated a full hour yeah. at least. Because it was talking a, about it.
0: A big enough event for us to be like, you know what? J Electronica finally did it. Um this album was recorded over a 40-day period and it shows, but like I said, <clears throat> I don't think this album was like super terrible. I, like you, I just thought it was forgettable. Um yeah, I'm not going to continue to beat a dead horse. We have an hour <laughs> a, a hour-long podcast of us doing that. So uh yeah, shout out to uh, J Electronica.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the unanimous winner. <laughs>
0: yeah, way to go. You you sure did it.
1: Um, I must say, I'm <coughs> a little surprised that Supion didn't make your uh, your list. I was expecting that.
0: Yeah, I thought about it. Um, I did not like that album, as you know. Uh, I'm I'm actually surprised it made yours, given I think you gave it like a seven. Um, I wasn't expecting a whole lot, honestly. Uh, I, I heard America, and like I liked it, but I I wasn't too. I was like, oh, if the whole album's going to sound like this, I'm not. totally in on it. So I didn't have the highest hopes going in.
1: Um, Okay. I see. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason it made mine was just because, I mean, he is, he made my album. Well, I won't spoil it. It, He made a top spot on my, in my decade list. And I love, you know, that, that, so I was expecting some level of that and it didn't make it. So
0: exactly. Uh, And if, if that planetarium album hadn't happened, which I thought was kind of middle (laughs) of the road, Um, yeah you know know. yeah so yes uh back to a positive awards for the remainder of the show uh which is exciting this one is best breakthrough artist now this one is like super subjective just in terms of what is a breakthrough artist for me it's like gosh gosh darn it uh sorry i'm (laughs) coughing over here um the
1: the J Electronica got years. <laughs> it's guy
0: really, here. all it He's is. Choked up. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, a breakthrough artist, in my view, is an artist that gained significant exposure this year, or had an album release that significantly propelled their popularity and their uh, reputation in the music industry. And it, it yeah. also has to be an artist that, like, wasn't already super famous before this year, right? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I define it. It's a super loose definition, but...
1: Yeah, it, and even even that <laughs> is pretty subjective, too. So. Ex- exactly.
0: Like, I think some people would call Phoebe Bridgers a breakout artist. I didn't, because I thought yeah, she I she was They're... already famous enough going into this year even though this was like in a sense like she dominated this year in a lot of ways and deserves recognition for doing so but you know yeah i i, I felt like she may have broken out last year honestly so um yeah. yeah i agree so okay all right uh who were your nominees for best breakthrough yeah. artist
1: i'll i'll <laughs> add on to that too part of my criteria was also just um If you release an album, like even if it wasn't too widespread appeal and it's like kind of a debut album or something like that, and it wasn't like super, uh, you know, across the mainstream uh, or even in the underground, like super uh, popular, if I thought that it was excellent. Yes. um, And I hadn't heard of this person before and their body of work before now is really small. I consider them a breakthrough
0: artist. Very good point. I did as well. Okay, cool. So,
1: in that note, my breakthrough artists of 2020 nominees are Rina Sawayama, Hmm. Leanne Hmm. Lahavas. Oh, should I list the albums?
0: No, I'll just no. This is this is an artist award.
1: Yeah, yeah. Rina Sawayama, Leanne Lahavas, Midwife. And Backwash. Nice. And the winner is... Backwash.
0: Yep, I, I figured as much. Yep. Very um, nice. Uh,
1: yeah, I think this was kind of a clear uh, winner for me. I I, uh, I liked and loved some of the other nominees' releases. Um, but Backwash, I mean, just like... Just knocked it out of the park this year. Um, her debut album, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the Polaris Prize winner. Mm-hmm. This uh, which she had like an exclaim feature. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, media centric awards and things like that, and getting a lot of top fifty love too, in a lot of um, publications. Uh, there's a lot of that going on that i think is really cool and important and uh showcasing your talent but like also just the album itself is so awesome super dynamic so well textured and delivered and the thematics are just awesome and abrasive and super spooky and um really heartfelt too um yeah it's awesome i'm super excited for like going forward what we can expect from her. Um, so yeah, she was just kind of a clear winner. Cause there's just like this, uh, vision of like what the future brings for like what her style of hip hop is going to, is going to like contribute. And I think that it's going to make a big impact. And this album already has made quite a, quite a big impact already. And her stigmata AP too was pretty mm. solid, but I mean, God has nothing to do with this. Is kind of the, uh, the um, favorite child of the of the group, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, backlash was the clear winner. So congratulations.
0: Very nice. That album was just awesome. So good. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, like her popularity did. I mean, she got the Fantano bump as well. You know, that's how I yeah. discovered her. So um, yeah, she did. She did gain. You know, relative. Backwash isn't all over the radio or anything, but um, very, very good breakout year for uh, for a a great artist. So, yeah, Yeah, it's
1: unfortunate that there were so many like sampling issues and stuff that that her album had to be pulled from streaming services because I feel like with uh, all the bumps that she's been getting from publications and stuff this year, it could have been like a really great time for exposure, but um. You know, she's got a really bright, young, super talented, really bright future ahead of her. So
0: agreed, agreed. Great pick. Um, my nominees for best breakthrough artist are <laughs> Porridge Radio, Backwash, Crack Cloud, TK Midza, and Bob Dylan. And the winner, <laughs> <laughs> Rough and Rowdy no. Ways. Everybody talked <laughs> about that album. It's you know. Uh, haven't heard much from Bob Dylan The past few years uh, <laughs> Oh I love that His, his career might be taken off here Um, The the winner <laughs> is Keep an eye on this Bob Dylan guy <laughs> <laughs> all right, right. All right. What was the Paul McCartney Where he was featured on No uh, Ozzy Osbourne Was on the Post Malone album And then it's oh, like right, yeah. This Ozzy Osbourne guy oh, He's
1: what? gonna blow up <laughs> right.
0: Um, So yeah my winner is not Bob Dylan But it is Crack Cloud. Um, Ooh, okay. So Crack Cloud released Pain Olympics this year, which is my favorite album from an artist I could reasonably consider a breakout artist. Um, I, I do like it just a little bit more than the Backwash record. Uh, sonically, this record is stylistically chaotic. Um, it's part Talking Heads. It's part Pixies. There's a little bit of like Devo in there, some Arcade Fire. It, it's all over the place. Uh, sometimes these influences are spread out sometimes (laughs) it's all of these inspirations at once Um, it's an exciting record that kept me on my toes I would recommend listening to it Uh, and for more thoughts please check out our 2020 Q3 podcast where I recommended the album there Um, so I love Crack Cloud in part because of that album and in part because of just who they are Um, I mentioned this on the previous podcast Mm -hmm. but They're a real easy group to root for. They're a uh, Canadian collective of not only musicians, but also filmmakers, artists, uh, designers even. Um, And the collective is partially made up of former addicts who assist with mental health work in their communities as well as harm reduction. Um, So yeah, just likability plus great musical output equals Scopey Award for Best Breakthrough Artist in my book. Um, Like Backwash, not the most popular artist out there, but did, I mean, yes. this was their debut record and, um, I had never heard of them before. A lot of people haven't, uh, got plenty of critical acclaim. So shout out to crack cloud.
1: Nice. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, best album title is next. Uh, interesting crop this year. I normally don't have a lot for this one, but I, I think there was a good crop of, uh, album names this year.
1: Yeah, no, th-
0: yeah, it was, yeah, definitely a lot. Very nice. All right, uh, let's go ahead with uh, your nominees. All right, um, the
1: nominees for Best Album Title are Backwash, uh, God Has Nothing to Do With This, Sleep Him Out of It, <laughs> Perfume Genius, mm. Set My Heart on Fire Immediately, Ulcerate, Stare Into Death and Be Still. Nice. Fiona Apple, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, Cindy Lee, What's Tonight to Eternity, Clipping, Visions of Bodies Being Burned. Very nice. And the winner is... Perfume Genius. Wow. Nice. Set my heart on fire immediately. Well deserved. Yeah, I think that, like, (laughs) the... Addition of the immediately at the end of this um, at the end of this album title is like genius because it like I, I could have seen it being just set my heart on fire and that's fine it's not you know but it's kind of like a boring ish normal album title mm-hmm. the addition of the immediately adds like this sense of urgency that is like so potent. And I think with the style of the album, like, overall, it just adds this context of just, like, uh, really desperate, like, love and, like, this kind of need for, like, affection and things like that. Like, it's it adds this kind of this element of, like, um, yeah, this pining element to it that's, like, just really effective to me. And, like, as soon as I heard the album title, I remember... I was like, "Holy cow, that's so cool!" Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, from the from the get go, it was like, it was just uh, super affecting. The album itself, I've actually grown. I, I liked it quite a bit um, when I heard it, but it's grown on me even more as the years gone on. And I just think the style of it is super cool, and this album title has a lot to do with that as well. So. Yeah! Shout out to Perfume Genius.
0: Love that pick. You love that
1: pick. Perfume
0: Genius
1: album title.
0: Ooh, ooh, very nice. You said that early. You said uh adding immediately was a genius move or something. I didn't know how intentional that was, but you played it off oh, like. Damn it! I should have played that <laughs> off. <laughs> I thought you just hit that joke and dipped immediately. um Uh, no immediately oh shoot i didn't even okay um all right we need to stop (laughs) they're pulling us off the air um okay (laughs) uh great pick great pick um best album title nominees on my end clipping visions of bodies being burned backwash god has nothing to do with this leave him out of it chris crack white people love algorithms (laughs) <laughs> which i thought was just hilarious um open mic eagle anime trauma and divorce gorillas
1: <laughs> no
0: with uh you know song exploder season one stranger things um dishonorable mention <laughs> two, run the jewels for rtj4 <laughs> Af- yes. after a stre like i had to do this like they're not going to win they're not even a nominee i'm specifically calling them out <laughs> um run the jewels run the jewels 2 run the jewels 3 rtj4 That's miss so miss me with that frustrating. so frustrating it's just it's dreadful really it's the worst <laughs> album title of the year probably um, just because of that, if they called it Run the Jewels Four, whatever. I mean, still not great, but you know, it's not awful.
1: It's at least consistent.
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, and that, which is why I wanted. Now it's RTJ Four. It's not even interesting. They didn't change it to like to pimp a butterfly yeah. or something. It's just art. It's just an abbreviation. Um, okay, so that's a loser. The winner is Open Mike Eagle. With anime trauma and divorce, um, this title is classic. Open Mike Eagle. Uh, his music is part anime, but it's also part trauma and divorce. Um, he has like a serious side, but also kind of a you know a, a a quirky, idiosyncratic side as well. He'll deliver these emotional and often sociopolitical messages, but he'll do so with a, a unique and sometimes comedic twist. Uh, like on this album, he has a song called the black mirror episode, which is about a failed relationship. Uh, he credits an unspecified black mirror episode for ruining his marriage. Uh, he, he doesn't and will not say which episode it was, but my money is on the entire history of you where they can go back through their memories and you know, I won't spoil what happens, but, uh, could be relationship damaging. Um, So plenty of artists discuss failed relationships in their music, but only open Mike Eagle would do so through the lens of a a black mirror episode. Um, On the following track, he, you know, he talks about his stress in this particularly stressful year. Uh, And the song is called WTF is self care. Um, It's kind of like every other line on this song is just what the fuck is self care? Like he's kind of questioning (laughs) like this whole thing. So, like, plenty of artists, they'll talk about their stress in their music. It's a common song topic. But only Open Mike Eagle will do so by poking fun at, like, high thread counts and wineries and, quote, unquote, good lotions. You know, he's just kind of poking fun at, like, the thanks I'm cured aspect of of self-care. So I I love Anime Trauma and Divorce as an album title because it's amusing just on, like, if I saw an album called that, I'd be like, okay, what the heck is this about? Um, and also, I think it's appropriate for the album's content. I mean, there is a song about JoJo's bizarre adventure on on the album as well, um, which is apparently some sort of Japanese anime uh, cartoon show that people like. I, I'm not, I'm not too familiar with it. Um, Are I, you actually not, or is this a bit? It, it's a bit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> it's maybe like the anime right now. I guess. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: So yeah, great album title. Uh, but it loses points for omitting the Oxford comma. It's not anime comma trauma comma hashtag trauma comma and divorce. It's anime comma trauma and divorce, and I, I don't like that. I had to dock it for that, but it still wins the award. So uh, shout out to uh, Open Mike Eagle. Nice. Yeah. Okay.
1: I like that. I like that. That's yeah. awesome. That's good stuff. All right. So All right. We should move on to best the the most anticipated award of the
0: night. That's right. If for some reason, I mean, like you know, we just like talking about album covers, and we always try to. Uh, anytime we discuss a record, and the album cover is interesting, there's a good chance we'll end up talking about it. Um,
1: yeah, reviewers it tend it not to it so much so much to the experience it does,
0: it totally does it totally has an impact on how you listen to the music um, and how you perceive it so yeah, this is our award for best picture, who are your nominees?
1: my nominees are Phoebe Bridgers with Punisher mm. Cindy Lee What's Tonight to Eternity Moses Sumney Gray one no, oh sorry. Let me start that
0: over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's been years and I still struggle with it. <laughs> One of tricks, Point Never.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Magic one of tricks, Point Never. Also shout out to to them for one of the worst album titles. <laughs> yeah. Too.
0: If RTJ four wasn't this year, yeah, that's a pretty bad one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But uh, great album art. Yes. Uh Deftones mm. films and uh, clipping visions of bodies being burned. That's nice.
0: How many is that seven nominees? Uh six. Okay, okay. All right. I was like, dang man, every good album cover. All right. <laughs> i just, like <laughs> just, just listing
1: all of them. I like, like this one,
0: I like <laughs> that one, I like this other one. Yeah. Okay, anyway, go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah actually, let me look through my Apple Music <laughs> real quick and let's talk a couple more. <laughs> Alright, the winner is... Cindy Lee. Ooh, what's Tonight to Eternity? This one is kind of an obscure pick and probably one that I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna make people go searching for.
0: Make people. I'm searching it right now. <laughs> uh, I've never seen this album cover. So.
1: Okay. Well. The album cover is just incredibly fascinating. Um, I love the album itself. It's an amazing album. Um, I've tried to give it as like a, a recommendation of mine all year long. I hope people are checking it out. It's such a good album. But the album cover itself is just so bizarre and hypnotic and weirdly beautiful. It's just this like really stark black and white um, album. But yeah, this really stark black and white illustration that looks like there's these two people hugging but when you kind of zoom in on it, it's sort of an optical illusion where you can't tell who's who is hugging who, what angle the person is coming in at. Like the angle of their head makes it look like something really horrible is going on. You can't. It kind of looks like their bodies are almost fused together in some way. Mm. And it, and it looks like it's in, like, this corner of a bathroom, but then there's, like, this candelabra going on. Like, it's just a very weird, confusing. It's kind of like that, uh, that image that went viral on the, on the Internet, like, a while ago of, like, uh, just these objects that look familiar, but when you zoom in closely, like, you can't actually tell <laughs> what they are. Like, they all look, like, similar things to what you've seen before but you don't know actually what they represent Hmm. there's a lot of that going on in this album cover. it feels like and i think it's fascinating i think it adds a lot of weirdness uh and kind of existential dread that the album uh possesses it's just it's confusing it's disorienting it's beautiful um yeah i can't get enough of it i think it's awesome and I like it that much that it beat out Punisher because Punisher is such an amazing yeah. album cover too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I had to shout out that, but the Cindy Lee cover is just that striking to me that, uh, yeah, I had to, I had to give it to, give it to, give it to her. So
0: good stuff, man. I, I'd never seen it. I took a look at it. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. It's almost like a, uh, it kind of looks like a graphic novel almost. Um,
1: yeah, in a way. Yeah, it's got that uh, very comic illustrative style
0: to it, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, really, really weird, really cool. Love it. Very nice. So that's that's uh, Patrick's best picture. Um, my nominees for best picture are Tame Impala, The Slow Rush. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers, Punisher. Jeff Rosenstock, No Dream. Taylor Swift folklore. Oh, Childish Gambino three fifteen twenty. Oh my god! And the winner is. I love it. Phoebe Bridgers, Punisher. Nice. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. The love here. Yeah, it's uh, the the color usage is so. I love it. Um, Phoebe Bridgers is standing out like in this dark blue night sky kind of like almost like a midnight blue um with these black mountain-like silhouettes in the background there's a dark red light um illuminating the foreground maybe it's like a car's brake lights or something i'm not quite sure what's going on there but it looks just fantastic um interesting mishmash of colors there um she's wearing her skeleton suit on the uh album cover which is already iconic and mm-hmm. signature to her look i love the suit i think it's great uh the skeleton suit it's just i don't know i love that branding it's it's just i i'm mm-hmm. all about it um she's standing out there like by herself she's looking up to the sky and to me that maybe i'm reading too much into it but that sort of signifies some of the themes of the album um like throughout punisher she seems like someone who's looking for answers like there's uh like on chinese satellite she's kind of discussing this sort of belief in a god or something greater but also her lack of belief in that um based on her experience and so she's looking for answers uh and she's lonely and and, uh depressed uh and so i think the album cover does like a fantastic job of capturing that feeling um so yeah, it, it's an album cover that, one, it looks good to look at, and two, I think fits with what the album is going for and how it sounds, right? Like, like I'm not deceived Yeah. by looking at it. Um, so yeah, dude, uh, I'm glad you liked it as well. Uh, shout out to uh, Phoebe Bridgers.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's such a good album cover. Yep. I love how it's like kind of in, in the desert too and it's just like yeah. emptiness around her like this the scale of it is really cool
0: yeah that that, that also adds to it it's kind of like out in the middle of nowhere um yeah yeah it just kind of adds to the uh the themes um oh wait actually oh sorry the winner is not oh man the the winner of best picture is actually moonlight <laughs> oh Jesus how <laughs> Oh my god! How did I mess that up? Um, it, it happens literally to everybody. <laughs> that exact situation does uh, happen a lot. Um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> the best album cover is movie. <laughs> <out. laughs> Tell you what though, that a great movie poster. Um,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, it it could <laughs> that that could have
0: won, if that I was a category. Right yeah, yeah. Like that's that's a great candidate. Um. So, yeah, that's the uh, that's the 2020 Scopey Awards. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you for co-hosting. That was great. Um, thank you all for understanding that we had to do things a little bit differently this year. It's kind of good we had to do this online this year. You know, we don't want another Travis Scott incident. I know you remember that. Yeah. Uh, we, don't, yeah. we still don't <laughs> talk about that. But, um, yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, congratulations to... All of the artists who won, as well as Jay Electronica. Um, This is not the end of our year-end coverage, however. Uh, The next podcast will be discussing our favorite songs of 2020. And if you follow us on Twitter, at Will Brost, B-R-O-S-T, and at Patrick Anderson, with a U, uh, you will see our progress of our top 50 albums of 2020 lists. Check those out. Stay tuned for our top songs of the year. Thank you once again for listening to the Scopey Awards. Thank you, Patrick, for joining me. Always. Yes, great times. Um, Bye-bye.